What is happening, Chicago Bears fans? This is Lester Wiltfong, and this is T-Formation Conversation. And I got to tell you guys, before I get started, I'm actually recording this episode tonight. It's, it's Friday night. I'm actually sitting in my car because my wife is having a gigantic Halloween party. And I tried finding somewhere in the house, and there's just nowhere to go. So I'm actually in the car. So... If you hear someone come by and honk at me or knock on the window or dudes get freaked out, you know, that's what's happening here. But but uh, it is Chicago Bears Sunday at noon kickoff live at Soldier Field. They're taking on the San Francisco 49ers. And this is a game. I know the Bears aren't favored. You know, the I'm looking at the at the spread right now and it's, you know, the Bears are, are favored to lose by four. They're getting four points at home. That's, uh, you know, when's the last time the Bears were a home underdog? to a team that only has two wins, has two and four Niners. You know, they, they say that, you know, I'm not sure if it's still true, but, you know, the, the old adage is the home team usually gets a, a token three points. So if that's the case, ah, that's terrible. At home, as an underdog, terrible. Anyway, let's get into the into the injury report here because it's it's not bad this week. I mean, of course, there's one big, you know, sore spot sticking out on the injury report, and that is Khalil Mack. He has been ruled out. If you guys caught the report earlier this week, it came out that the Bears are contemplating putting him on injured reserve because he just hasn't been right the last few weeks. He's been gutting it out. He got hurt. It's been a foot. I think it might have been an ankle. It might have been a knee. I don't know. Khalil Mack, he's always got something going on, it seems like, but he always fights through it. And for whatever reason this year, it's to a point where they feel the best thing to do for the player is to shut him down. So he's actually been ruled out this week. It's possible they do shut him down and put him on the injured reserve. And if they do that, it'll be on Saturday. So if you're listening to this podcast, you know, make sure you actually go check windycitygridiron.com. If the Bears do make any roster moves, we will update the site. I'm not going to record a new podcast for that, but there will be some moves on Saturday. There always are. And I will make sure I update the site, any moves they make, uh, first and foremost, it could be Khalil Mack going on IR. Uh, the rest of the injury report, though, I mean, it's about as good as it can get. There's five guys on it. They're all questionable. Uh, they all practiced in full on Friday, except for safety, Tayshon Gibson Sr. So out of all those guys, I'd say he's probably the only one that's going to be a true game time decision. And if Gibson can't go, they'll probably go to DeAndre Houston Carson, who got to start last week. And like I've been saying, I'm okay with DHC getting a start there. As far as Gibson goes, he's a veteran. You know, he's he's one of these guys that kind of knows his job and knows his role. You know, but let's face it, he hasn't really made any splash play. I, I mean, a lot of the safeties issues, you know, are not making some splash plays. But as far as Gibson goes, he's okay. Uh, I, I'd rather see the younger DHC. Um, Deion Bush is still on IR. So if, if Gibson can't go, it'll be Houston Carson. And he had, look, he had 11 tackles last week against the Bucs. And I know 11 tackles out of the safety spot, not a good thing. But the fact that he was running around, making plays, he was getting physical. I think he had a pass defense. He may have even had a forced fumble or a fumble recovery. I forget which one it was. So the fact that, that he, he's making plays, I think it's good for him. So if it's DHC, I'm good with it. Uh, the other four guys that are all questionable, like I said, they all did practice in full on Friday, and that's usually a good indication that they will be able to play on Sunday's game. Akeem Hicks, groin injury, questionable. 
real quick before I go on to the next guy. So Akeem Hicks, I don't know if you caught the Chicago Sun-Times, but there's an article in there, uh, and, and it was talking about Hicks kind of came back a little too soon from his groin injury because the reason being last week was the, or two weeks ago was the Packers game. Of course, he, he missed last week's game against the Bucks. Uh, he just couldn't go. He was downgraded out. But the week, week before that, you know, he was hurt as well, and he fought through it. Reason being, it's the Packers. Akeem Hicks wants to play against the Packers. He understands the importance of that rivalry. He understands what it means to Bears fans. So uh, Akeem Hicks is just a warrior. Uh, he fought through it. But this week, limited first couple days, and then, of course, on Friday, full practice. So I'm not saying he's, he's 100%, but he's about as close as you're going to get at this point in the season. So Akeem Hicks should, should be back out there doing his thing on the D-line for the Bears. Also questionable, Sam Kamara, outside linebacker, reserve knee. Jesper Horstead, tight end, reserve knee. And punt return, kick return, wide receiver, Shaquem Grant Sr., questionable with an ankle. Again, they all practice in full. They're all going to play. Uh, Kamara may even get, a, get an uptick in snaps. Uh, with Mac out, that means it'll be Gibson getting a second consecutive start. Because one thing that the Bears did get back, they got Robert Quinn back off the COVID list. Quinn and Elijah Wilkinson both came off the COVID list on Friday afternoon. So both will be able to play. So at outside linebacker for the Bears, it'll be the second-year pro, Travis Gibson and Robert Quinn. And they need Quinn back. I mean, Quinn has been having an outstanding year so far this year. Uh, five, five-and-a-half sacks, I think he has. So they need him. You know, he's showing this year that last year was the weird injury anomaly with him. Whatever his issues were last season, he's recovered from them. You know, and at this, at his age, he's 31 now, maybe the week off, you know, as long as he wasn't sick from COVID, as, the, as long as the week off, that may do his body well. So I'm expecting a nice big game from Robert Quinn this week. So that'll be nice to see. The Bears still do have one player on the COVID list, and it's just possible he comes off. That's tight end Jimmy Graham. If Jimmy Graham is, does not come off the COVID list uh, before the game, I think he can come off to, uh, up till tomorrow, I think, in the afternoon. Uh, then it'll be the same four they've been running out there. Cole Komet, Jesse James, J.P. Holtz, and Jesper Horst that'll get a little bit of run on special teams and a couple snaps here and there uh, if Jimmy Graham cannot go. One more move that they could make on Saturday, Larry Borum uh, came off of injured reserve. He is now in his three-week practice window. So if Borum showed the team enough during this week of practice, uh, and then reports are he's working at a new position right tackle, remember in camp, he was moved exclusively to, to back up on the left side before they made the move for uh, for Peters. So he was working on a lot of the left at left tackle. He got hurt, of course, in the first game against the Rams. And he's been gone since. So essentially, this week was his first reps at right tackle since uh, August. You know, maybe sooner. So, but if Borum showed enough, you know, he may get some some play here, and he may activate him. And there were some. Uh, Brad Biggs, I believe, from the Tribune mentioned, I think it might have been on the score. I caught it on Twitter. I'm not sure where exactly he said it. But he said the Bears are thinking about starting Borum. So they did get Elijah Wilkinson back off COVID, like I said. I think you start the veteran Wilkinson. Yes, I want to see the rookie as much as everyone. But we're talking about Justin Fields at quarterback. And that's really all that matters. So you start the guy that understands the pass scheme, the pass pro the best. And it's probably Wilkinson at this point. And that is it, guys, for the Bears injuries. Uh, before I move on to the 49ers injuries, I want to make sure I remind you guys to check out the podcast channel. 
Beers Over Beers uh, just went live uh, yesterday, uh, Thursday. It might have been Wednesday. So make sure you scroll back, check that out. Those guys do a fantastic job. JBEJ, uh, breaking down everything Bears. And then before that, I believe it was on uh, on on Wednesday morning, Bill Zimmerman's Bears banter went live, and he had Olin Krutz on. And that Olin Krutz interview is a must-listen for all Bears fans. You know, besides Krutz being the real deal when it comes to understanding what's going on with the Bears and understanding offensive line play, we got to hear Krutz get fired up. And he was fired up at some of the questions that Bill was giving him. Um, it's all good, though. Bill and Olin had a virtual hug out, so they're all good. No, no issues there. But it, it made for some interesting Radio, I guess, as they say, is there a term in interesting podcasting? I guess is what you say now, but uh, it was cool. It was cool to hear him get so fired up, kind of give his uh explanation on some of the stuff going on in the offensive line, though. But make sure you check that out. Bears banter. All right, let's jump into the 49ers injury list. It's a little, little more lengthy than the Bears is. They actually have two players listed as out Maurice Hurst, a defensive lineman, is out, he's a reserve, and and Jakarski Tart. Uh, safety is out as well. I know he has started in the past, uh, but he's been hurt uh, pretty much this season. And then I got to tell you, they must not have got the memo that the NFL did away with the doubtful designation because they still use it. Uh, they have two players listed as doubtful this week, uh, defensive end D Ford and linebacker Aziz Al-Shahir. Both are doubtful with concussions. From listening to some of the beat guys talk, it seems like they really don't think they're going to play. Um, but of course, since they're in concussion protocol, there's a chance and then if they clear it, then they could be activated in time to play in the game uh, on Sunday. And the Niners have two questionable players. Left tackle Trent Williams, his ankle and elbow injury. You know, this dude's a warrior. He was almost a bear there in the offseason. I think they flirted with uh, signing him. Uh, he ended up going back to San Fran for, for huge money. But Trent Williams is a real deal at left tackle. He's one of those guys that, that I make a point to watch him play if the Niners are around my TV. He's just that good. He's fun to watch. He's physical. He's aggressive. He's ornery. Uh, he's one of those guys, if you like O-line play, watch Trent Williams at left tackle for the Niners. And obviously it would help the Bears if he was out, but but he's questionable. And from what I understand, it looks like he is in line to play, so he should be in there. And also questionable for the Niners, uh, D-lineman Samson Epicam. Uh, I, I believe he'll play as well, but you know, we'll have to see what happens there. He may be game-time decision. Also on Friday, the uh, the Niners put starting defensive tackle Javon Kinlaw on, on injured reserve. Uh, he has a knee injury. Uh, he was originally ruled as out, but they went ahead and announced that he was going to go on IR, so he's obviously not going to play. Let me tell you guys about some key 49ers that are also on injury reserve, uh, because I'm sure you guys don't follow the Niners as closely as, as Niners fans, but they're missing tight end extraordinaire George Kittle, one of the best tight ends in the game. Running back Raheem Mostert, a former Bear practice squatter. He was, I think he may even had a cup of coffee with the team uh, a little bit a few years ago. Uh, but he's a, a pretty good tailback for them. Uh, starting linebacker Dre Greenlaw, uh, cornerback Jason Verrett, and there will be no more revenge games for kicker Robbie Gold, who is also on injured reserve. One more injury note I want to mention. Uh, rookie quarterback Trey Lance, who I think was the third overall selection, he has been out with a knee injury the last couple weeks, but he is not on the injury report, and he will back up starting quarterback Jimmy Garoppolo for the 49ers. And, you know, before he went out, before he was actually started a couple games there for San Fran, he, he actually got some uh, some run, uh, some goal line packages. So the fact that he's he's healthy, ready to go, I would assume they're going to have the same kind of thing there that the Bears did with Justin Fields early on. So Bears got to prepare for Garoppolo. 
and Trey Lance. We'll have to see how Kyle Shanahan employs those two guys. But well, like I said, this is a game the Bears could win. Yes, they're a home underdog. The Niners are beat up. Yes, the Bears are beat up. At some point, the Chicago offense has to click. You heard Justin Fields talk about it earlier this week in his press conference. He said he really feels like they're close. And I know that's probably lip service when you hear some of these, these pro athletes say stuff like that, but there's just too much talent. There's too much speed. And I know the coaching staff and the, and the, and the, and the game plans have been criminal, but at some point they're going to catch uh, speedsters, Marquise Goodwin, Demir Bird, Darnell Mooney. They're going to get him the ball and they're going to have some space and they're going to make a play. It's coming. You know, as Bears fans, it's all we got to hope right now is it's coming. Justin Fields, you know, he feels it's close. Uh, Allen Robinson is too good a, a receiver to not to, to not be able to make some plays here and there. You know, we'll see it happen. I think at some point, the players, the talent on the players, you know, they're going to make a play in spite of the ridiculous schemes that the Bears coaches have come up with. And at some point, the Bears coaches may stumble onto something that actually works for them. The run game has been solid. They're not doing enough play action. They're not doing enough boots and rollouts. When it's something that the entire NFL world is pointing at and, and, and mocking, essentially, the way the Bears offense has been running, you would think something would click. Matt Nagy may not be coaching. Uh, he's still on the on, on the COVID, uh, way for COVID. It'll be Chris Tabor as the acting head coach if Matt Nagy is not cleared in time to get out there on Soldier Field. So, who knows? Maybe something crazy will happen. Maybe Chris Tabor will let the you know let Justin Fields cook. Who knows what happened here? But we'll see. Uh, but anyway, that is my time, guys. I appreciate you guys tuning into the Windy City Grand Podcast channel. You know, our, our channel has has exploded this season. You know, we we were actually on pace to hit a million downloads in our new platform here uh, this season. But you know, you guys have been listening to all our shows at just record numbers. We're setting a new record every week. We, we, we flew past a million downloads like, like a month ago. So kudos to you guys. Really appreciate you guys checking us out. Uh, make sure you guys leave us a, a, a thumbs up or a star. I'm not sure how the ratings go on these things, but, but you guys know how it works here. So give us a review. Let us know how you like the show. And until next time, bear down, my friends.